Last week, there were no winners. It came down to Scarlet Harlot and Charity Case, and Charity fluttered her goblin wings out of there. <laughs> this week, we get a snatch game, some fruity runway looks, and an incredibly mediocre lip sync. The results in two queens sashaying away. What is going on? <laughs> Welcome to the Drag Race Recap Show for Drag Race UK Season 3, Episode 6, entitled... Of the Snatch Game. And the game to Snatch. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser like Razor. And you might know us from our podcast, You're Welcome America, where in every episode we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. And for the next five weeks, we're going to be your hosts as we recap the third season of Drag Race UK. Okay. In this episode for the mini challenge, it's the reading challenge. And Teresa wins. And for the maxi, it's Snatch Game. Oh, yeah. And on the main stage, the category is Feeling Fruity. Uh-oh, some bad, bad looks on her. And the two bottom queens are River Medway and Charita May. And after a lip sync to the Scottish National Anthem, well, <laughs> both are told to sashay away. <laughs> Just a trigger warning for anyone, I will be doing the beginning of Shout every five minutes interludes throughout this episode. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about Lulu. I really am. <laughs> little Lou. It's a little earlier. <laughs> so... A section I, I I've just called in my notes mirror moments. Mirror moments. So uh whew, it's really the aftermath of last week's episode. Mm. And uh I think they all agree. They all they all say Scarlet's like, so what what did you think? Do you think I I am playing the game like oh no, no, yeah, Scarlet, you had fire. You're you're good, you're fine, you're yeah, fine. I know. I, I I'm I'm glad that she has the arc that she has in this episode and kind of it, it does end, but this beginning of this episode I was very oh, uncomfortable. I know. She was so do you know what she was? She was real snippy. She's real snippy, real aggy. Real snippy snipperson. <laughs> um River asks if anyone thinks charity should have won the lip sync. <laughs> I know, they're all quite quick to be like, No, 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 I think you did a better job. And then River's like, mm, I'm not sure. Yeah. River thinks Yeah, she kinda thinks it was a tough call. I'm like, What? <laughs> it's a tough call? Tough call. Anyone think anyone else should have won? Run? The lip sync? River Medway? River Medway? I'm like a, just a sleepy river that bends and flows. I did see a nice picture of Scarlet and River together on social media where they were like, we're friends, by the way. Don't worry, everyone. Oh, that, nice. that made me happy. Nice. Um, what else is going on here? Well, they mentioned the fact the fact that they all disappointed Rue last week. Yeah, there's, there's, this is quite a, I think this hasn't happened since, I think season says Season season, season season seven season seven season seven season seven the infamous shakes queer challenge which was a uh one of the funniest it was actually terrible to watch at the time but one of the funniest maxi challenges to watch back it's these two groups doing two different shakespeare like versions and they are horrific rupaul <sighs> literally tells them to get it like the fuck together no, but i swear in the last couple of years there's been another moment either in all stars mm. or in american or in the uk where they they've been like this is shit <laughs> yeah get a, get a fuck on with yeah. it um so yeah okay so at this moment we start vanity's catchphrase about her saying that you know everyone's got one talent yeah. or, or like using one talent or something like that yeah so she kind of she kind of basically says that like she kind of makes it sound like scarlet's just running through on humor hmm. and that then she's saying, well, her thing, her one, um, her one talent is to like beat the girls at the lip syncs basically. And I don't know. I don't really feel like Scarlett has just that one talent. Mm. I think her looks are pretty good. And also, I mean, foreshadowing in this episode, she's pretty good in the snatch game. Yeah. That is, I mean, we'll get to it, but Macaulay Culkin is, I'm going to use the phrase, commercial underground <laughs> it's like so specific and everyone knows it but n- no one's first choice do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah well wasn't her choice but well that's we'll true. Get to rupaul's many suggestions and my final like. note for this mirror moment section is they're de-dragging is kitty is cinched yeah like it's really i mean yeah it's pretty remarkable yeah she's oh. she does she does such a uh this is like such an old way of looking at drag race like i remember the first few seasons were really focused on like this man's going to turn into a woman. It's crazy. <laughs> but Kitty really is like a true like transformation. She just, she really is like a, she's just so good at drag. I yeah. think I watched a video of her singing 
the promise by girls aloud and it just was great i mean she sounded terrible but like i loved it was her aladdin's lamp rusty it was <laughs> that is a real deep reference but do if you're going to get into girls aloud and we will later in the episode just go google uh girls aloud the promise x factor well no that's the rusty version <laughs> so uh the episode truly begins Okay, so it's the next day. It's uh, they're all trotting into the workroom. I've noticed that Scarlet now on, on fleece watch or furry jacket watch, Scarlet's wearing a double fleece. Yeah, she's doing she's doing like it's like a fleece on top of like a or a teddy bear jacket on top of a fleece. Yeah, because I feel like those teddy bear jackets are slightly different material to the fleece. Yeah, and a lot of the girls have been doubling up. I've noticed, so I think they've really cranked up the AC in the workroom. That but makes sense. I think it. Apparently, I heard this on something else i think it was i think i had trixie saying this that apparently the guy that makes that one of the people that created the show has this thing where he goes in with a temperature gun and makes sure that the set is a is a certain level of cool before they turn the lights on so that it stays cool because they know that all the queens need to be because they get so hot in drag that they like every single like drag race set is ice cold for that reason well i mean i I love that yeah (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the hair in particular, I yeah. feel. I mean, I do know from last weekend where I, a uh, little preview of my Halloween look, I did dress up as J-Lo in her 1999 Versace dress, aka that dress. Um, quite, quite hot on top. Yeah. That hair. Yeah, quite <laughs> hot, which is interesting because the rest of the outfit, barely there, <laughs> apart from some man-made fibers shipped to me via Amazon. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh yeah, Kitty does a bit of a callback to Vanity's thing about, having one talent she's like oh we're all gonna show our one talent today (laughs) kitty's the queen of the interviews of this season in my opinion she is she's the interviews she's like the miss vanji of this season but who was it last season was it taste yes yeah taste exactly there's there's someone every year and it's just like they are the personality and kitty is the she's the miss vanji the taste she's she's the talking head of the whole season i love her so much the producer's dream we always say like she's the one who'd be like in the meeting like we'll just get kitty to do it she'll do it (laughs) she can pull all of it off basically yeah i've made a note about river's hair here because it looks like she's wearing a sort of what i would describe as a danny zuko wig (laughs) like very big and dark and i was like where did this come from (laughs) so yeah that was it um meanwhile in the corner scarlet she is like yeah still quietly fuming i mean maybe it's the double fleece i don't yeah. know but she she's, she's is the definition of seething seething like and even when they're like you know normally in these situations someone makes a joke and everything's fine yeah. someone does make a joke and then still she's just in the corner like and actually not to you know champion ella for day but in in the untucked of the last episode and in the beginning of this episode ella i think and river both said to her like look we're all friends and we will always be friends. And I, they truly mean that. They're like, we're just doing this because it's a TV show, but like, come on, like, it's fine. It, she's really, she's got like a real block that she needs to let she's it got, go. She's got a real bee in her bonnet. She has. Got a chip on her shoulder, <laughs> bee in her bonnet. Bee in her bonnet. Is that a hat? Because yeah. I thought it was like the bonnet of a car. <laughs> bonnet translation like the, <laughs> the, hood, the hood of the car in the uk you call it the bonnet so i just imagine driving there being a bee under the hood of your car being, what would that do i just like a really annoying the engine just something wrong with the engine <laughs> like, be real, in the bonnet bee in a hood that doesn't make any sense <laughs> oh, any hazel in trot's room and <laughs> squeaky noise <laughs> I was trying to keep an eye out on Scarlet here, but I didn't see her reaction because I was wondering if she's still going to be miffed. Wait, Have a real face rude. on her. Yeah. Face like a slapped ass. One of my favorite expressions. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, mini challenge. Oh, yeah. It's a reading challenge. Yes, the infamous reading challenge. They usually do this around Snatch Game because it's kind of a... It, there's, they, there's no advantage to be had in Snatch Game, so they always play a game that doesn't have a... The winner doesn't get anything, basically. Okay. So... It's time for the reading challenge. I always get very, a little watery in the stomach around the reading challenge. It makes me nervous. I want you to read me right now. Go. Benjamin Anderson. <laughs> you call yourself. No, I, I can't think of anything. I, I, I fucked it up. Um, okay. I'm going to do one for oh you. God. This okay, is based on your Halloween outfit, which you're dressing up as a bear. I'll be like, 
Fraser York. Tonight you're dressing up as a bear. But when I look at the head, oh, wait, 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 I fucked up. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Fraser York. Tonight you're dressing up as a bear. But when I look at your head, there's barely anything there. That's referring to you and your <laughs> hair that you are losing. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. I just came up with that off the top of my head, <laughs> pun intended. This is, it's pretty funny. <laughs> they, they do say that you should, um, should always go for something quite hurtful for, <laughs> for a read, I think. <laughs> no, you know, if you can't, if you can't laugh at yourself, you, you know, how are you going to laugh at anything? Look, anything I think else? you know how much I support your hair journey. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not going to, I'm certainly not going to talk about it all episode and have a face like a slapped ass. All right, Scarlett, into the mini challenge. And I, overall, I just want to say, I thought this was much better than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely. They, I, they normally, there's normally some real stinkers in here. But actually, <laughs> like, Scarlett was probably the biggest stinker. And that's just because she was being too venomous. It, her energy yeah. just was a bit it, off. Her energy just wasn't any fun. Yeah. But her actual reads were pretty funny. She just delivered them like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I made a real note here that at the beginning of it, Kitty, when it was announced, Kitty said, hold on to your knickers, girls. Oh. She knows her deep spice references. Very really important does. posh spice reference from Spice World, the movie when uh, posh spice is driving the spice bus in heels. You get that lovely close up of that stiletto <laughs> heel pressing down on the accelerator. <laughs> A gorgeous image that should be hung in the Louvre. And uh, <laughs> Teresa is first up and she says, Me reading? I don't even speak the language. Yeah, that's a great spin on the very tired old thing saying, Me, I couldn't possibly do it. Right. That's like the the classic. She did a good fun spin on that. I like she it. Did. I just wrote, she's great. She is. I I I can't quite talk about what happens at the end of the episode yet because I'm actually still genuinely upset. But mm. she's she is great. Oh my god, this is gonna be the episode that I cry for many different reasons. <laughs> I'm gonna really push you towards the edge. So uh, I just made. I'm just gonna say I made light notes. Yeah, light notes. Uh, vanity. I wrote fine. And, uh, I was a little worried about her, and actually, she did better than I thought she was going to do. Yeah, she's kind of still an insult. So she was saying to Scarlett, she was going like, 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 and, and referencing that, and then Scarlett kind of came back and said, "Well, at least I'm well liked." Yeah, fun, a fabulous little turnaround. But then Vanity said, "Not last week, you weren't." Yeah, so that was really good. <laughs> yeah, very. They happy did give them that. a couple of. That's- <laughs> if i'm ever on a tv show and we can't get clearance i'm just going to record you doing that it's all about the inhalation beforehand <laughs> just get you to sign a waiver um river she said oh one of my favorite things she said to scarlet she just just paused didn't say anything and then said I'm not saying anything in case you interrupt me. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. I just, I think River's voice is is not great for reads. There's no, uh, she has no energy in her speaking voice, I think. And that kind of, yeah. you've got to have that like, bish bash boom, zip zap zoom to do those reads to pull them off, you know? Like you heard me earlier when I was mocking your hair or yeah. lack of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up we had Chrissy V. <laughs> Chrissy V, I just wrote, she's solid. Yeah. She's, Crystal's definitely having a, like a weird kind of evolution. I don't know. I'm, I'm really like secretly, quietly quite impressed with her. Next up we had Ella. My main note here is just drama student. Like she's really performing like a drama <laughs> student here. Um, and I did appreciate Kitty's interview where she's like, Ella has a personality. Thank you for joining Ella in week six. <laughs> Again. She's the interview of the season. Yeah. Saying what everyone's thinking. Yeah. And then Kit, oh no, Scarlet, this Scarlet Kemp. Yeah. She just, she just, she, she actually had very good reads. They were just lost in a really uh, uh, I'm, like, I'm saying something yeah. directly at you and I've got so much tension. I'm so angry. Yeah, just yeah. like she was spitting, spitting, spitting the reads out and it was like, Oh, seething. Yeah. I was like, no one likes it when 
someone does like a nasty read you know like imagine if someone was really sensitive about being bald and they're like really really close friend almost a best friend you would say like mocks them about it on on like a public platform it's Mm -hmm. it's as nasty as that I think Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but sometimes I think in fact always I think it's all about finding that edge you know and just but really going for it you know just stabbing someone in the heart or in the head uh, where their (laughs) hair isn't so moving on we do have Kitty. Kitty she's a goddamn professional i feel like you could just if you knew you were going to like a kitty night you'd i feel like you'd really just like put your arms behind your head and just be like here we go yeah just like really you could really nestle into a kitty night can really you? just relax yeah you'd be like she's gonna take control of this she'll perform this really well she's funny she's great I don't know. Maybe I'm starting to think that she should win this whole show. I, I think I might be feeling that. I do think that um, she doesn't have a badge. I mean, she references that. She talks, she says to River that she's coasting, but then she's like, but you do have more badges than me. So like, she's, she's very good at balancing the sweet and the sour. Absolutely. But I do think we're leading up to a week where she wins a badge. I think so too. And yeah. and I like that she tries to, she does the the fake out. Mm. She's about to read Rue and just says, thank you for Rue Paul Charles. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. <laughs> she's a, She's a fucking pro. And then the winner is Chariza. Chariza. And she does an amazing cackle <laughs> when she wins. Oh, the poor sound department though. That yeah. let the levels on that. Yeah. Well, tell me about it. I have to edit the two of us. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> These but two our, coring crows. Our, le- <laughs> our levels are mostly put off by you singing Lulu or well. More of that coming up. I didn't, I just, I, that was a half, a half volume one. I didn't go for it. And you've become very good at doing that, like that Muppet thing of like putting your head, putting your head back. You know what I mean? Like when <laughs> like the Muppets, Kermit. yeah, like when they go. <laughs> okay, so they need to prep for yes. Snatch Game. So this is kind of like this changes the the, the format of the show a little bit, doesn't it? Because you kind of get it? well, not you know what I mean. Like there's you do the mini challenge, and then really this is all just about. Rue, like them talking about what they're going to do and Rue coming in and basically grilling them about it. So it's kind of a, this always makes me very nervous, this part, because <laughs> this is always where Rue gets people to do things on the spot. Oh, I, I have to just throw it out there that Snatch Game is always one of my least favorite episodes of the season because I get so uncomfortable. Even though I know it's great television, it makes me sweat. Mm-hmm. So this is just, I'm really already, I'm already nervous from the reads. And I'm relieved that they went well. And now I'm like, <laughs> and you're nervous from Scarlett's uh, intensity as well. Exactly. Exactly. Spitting, spitting feathers. And if they're going to step up their pussies, like they were told last yeah, week. Yeah. It's just, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm about to be told off by my teacher and you know, I don't like that feeling. No, you don't. <laughs> so, uh, we, I mean, well, we don't even see it, but vanity is going to be Gladys Kingston. We don't see her moment with, uh, Rue. I uh, don't see Chrissy V's moment with Rue either. Chrissy V is going to be charity shop Sue. Yeah. Now when they do that editing, I'm like, well, that means that they're staying. Yeah. And it's definitely worth noting here that because they're both doing people who are characters like sketch characters. So it's worth noting that they very confusingly for any American viewers, they use oh. the, they use the actresses, real names and then talk about the characters that they portray. So instead of just saying, I'm Charity Shop Sue, she had to say, I'm, I'm whatever, whatever her name is. Yeah, like her real name. So there's definitely, it makes it more confusing. You have to just imagine that they're two, they were playing two characters and ignore the first names that you heard, basically. Yeah. And also, Snatch Game makes no sense. And then even the, the, the source material, Match Game, yeah. doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. sense either. So I'm always a bit just like bamboozled, as it were. But they're they're two. I think they're two terrible choices. So we'll, let's talk <laughs> through them. Vanity, Gladys Kingston. I have no idea who that is. Yeah. So she's it's she's a character from a from a sketch show. Basically. Which which one? Can't can't remember the name of it. Mm. But it's 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 kind of I'm trying to think of the equivalent of like it's kind of like doing like Debbie Downer from SNL. It's, it's kind right. of, it's, it's as if you did the character of Debbie Downer on Snatch Game, basically. Okay. And it's not a great choice. Yeah. Because, because much like they said later, it's like the joke's already done. You're not, you're just cycling lines from a sketch show, basically. Someone else's joke. Yeah. You're not doing anything. And the anything same with, with Chrissy V being charity shop suit, although she does a good job. Yeah. So we need to talk about charity shop suit. Right. Okay. Because we have, I mean, we have to. Yes. 
Charity Shop Sue is a fictional character who runs uh, a charity shop, translation like a goodwill. Yep. And she's the manager. Excuse me, lady. <laughs> um, and she is very... So there was this mockumentary all about Charity Shop Sue running this charity shop. It's online on YouTube. It's incredibly British to the nth degree, <laughs> but it's pretty spectacular. Yeah. And she's kind of become this thing. She's become a meme. She's become a gif. And the whole thing is, it's like one of her famous lines is, excuse me, lady, you're meant to be on tills. Meant to be on the bloody tills. Meant to be on the bloody tills. <laughs> Sue took manager. It's a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and during lockdown, People really discovered it and shared all the memes. And there's a lot of things like when uh, the Delta variant came out, there's a great meme of her like stepping out of a closet where she goes, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. So it's, but yeah. it's worth noting that she's a particularly hard sketch character to do because at least the Gladys Kingston character is from quite like a broad, I think it was like a BBC three, like a broad comedy sketch show. Whereas because Charity Shop Sue's from like a office style mockumentary, it's like, a lot of her humor and jokes, it's not, ca- you know, it's not even catchphrases and like things. It's about how weird she is and how uncomfortable she makes everyone. So it's kind of like, <laughs> it, it's, it's, yeah, it's the equivalent of trying to do like David Brent from The Office, but mm. it, even that feels like an easier character to do than Charity Shop Sue to me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a really, it's just a terrible choice. Well, moving on, Ella trots out. Now, initially she's going to do Mystic Meg. <laughs> This really made me laugh. I was cackling my head off when she said she was going to do Mystic Meg. We've Mystic- talked for a long time about doing Mystic Meg on Snatch Game, haven't we? I think so. So Mystic Meg, she was a, a psychic on... So in the 90s, the National Lottery started. and It was on every Saturday night. But what's great about the lottery in the UK is a lot of the money also goes to charity. And like your local sports center will be funded by the lottery. Anyway, side note. <laughs> On a Saturday night, you'd maybe nestle in after watching. You might watch Baywatch. Mm-hmm. You might watch Gladiators. Yep. And somewhere in that mix, there'd be an hour-long lottery show. Maybe the Spice Girls were on performing the latest single yeah. without Jerry, famously. Oh, yeah. And then Jerry's there was... not well. Oh, was, get well, get Jerry. Well soon, Jerry. <laughs> oh, my God, it was Carol Smiley. Eh, I think we're missing one of the Spice Girls. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Mystic Meg was on that show as the resident psychic. And they would cut to her. It was very 90s. And they'd be like, smoke and dry ice and she'd be with a crystal ball and she'd be like I predict the winner will have two eyes and a voice <laughs> yeah she had a, and she had a very specific voice affectation and it would always end so she'd be like the number three is lucky a man with a red shoe will win tonight <laughs> yes yes it always ended on that same tone pretty fun a really fun character idea because you can kind of do what you want and mm-hmm. you just have to do the voice and it would be funny but instead she is encouraged to go for Nigella Lost then. yeah so Rue Rue kind of really this in this in this Rue through really is asking about alternative characters and throwing out suggestions and giving so many different people ideas. So yeah, she she says, Oh, what's your other option? And she does a little bit of Nigella for her and she's just like, do it. Rue <laughs> is like, I mean, she is she can tell she's after last week, she's like, You you fucking bitches. <laughs> she's <laughs> you better like be funny. Tickled pink yeah. by by Nigella. So I mean, fair enough to Ella doing it. Oh, and who is Teresa? So I'd never heard of who Teresa was being. Oh, sorry, we missed out Teresa. I beg your pardon. Margarita Prakatan. So could listen to you say that name. Margarita Prakatan. Prakatan. That's really good in the Scottish accent. So like it's like that coffee shop the other day that I discovered it's called and I'm gonna keep my voice away from the mic for this one. Cafecito Organico. <laughs> so yes, she is a Cuban star. Um but yeah yeah, I had to Google her, didn't know much yeah. about her. Rue suggests, you know, could you do someone else, like a share? Mm. And then Teresa does like Spanish share. Yeah, it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty much that. Who have we got next? Next up is Scarlet. Right. So what was Scarlet's original character going to be? She had a really wild, oh, she was originally going to be Danny Dyer. Oh, pretty good. So Danny Dyer's, oh uh, my God. okay, we won't, we won't have to break down because it's not even the one she ends up doing, but he's, it's a male actor. Um, who is really known for being this kind of like gangster East End kind of geezer character. And he's now on East End as our like longest running soap. And so, the best, the best fact about Danny Dyer <laughs> is that he has a daughter called Danny Dyer. Yeah. D-A-N-I. <laughs> D-A-N-N-Y. So that's her original idea. And then basically Rue, <laughs> Rue starts really throwing out some wild card choices. He's like, mm, well, looking at you, you just, you really sounded like, 
Tilda, Tilda Swinton and Scarlett's like, she does look a bit like she Tilda does look Swinton. like Tilda Swinton. And Tilda Swinton's actually a really good idea for Snatch Game because again, you just have to be a weirdo and you can yeah. basically say whatever you want and you, make, make up anything you want. You could just create the character of a weirdo yeah, and have you're some not, You're not trapped in any like catchphrases. Any you're not you're not painted into a corner at all with Tilda Swinton. You just do like alien. I would do like an alien kind of. Ice queen, ice queen, priestess person, and then just occasionally do some of her like weird shouting lines from movies. Oh my god, what's that movie? The that, beach. What's that? The beach. Not the beach. But, <laughs> oh my god, that movie, that big Amy Schumer movie from like twenty fifteen sixteen, her big one. Trainwreck. Trainwreck. And Tilda Swinton is her boss. In yeah, it. she is unbelievable yeah. in that movie. Isn't she? Isn't she British in it as well? Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I just like a British glamour person. I watched the whole movie, didn't realize it was her. <laughs> anyway, side note. So Scarlett is, uh, then encouraged to do a Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Now, I was worried about this because I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be very one note. Well, we'll get to it when we get to Snatch Game because there's some, there's some ways that I think she made it incredibly smart, but okay. let's, let's get to that. Who's next? Kitty Scott Claus is next. <laughs> now, this is, this is going to take a lot to talk about. So I'm going to try and be as quick as possible. So her initial choice is Cilla Black. She puts fake teeth in and does Cilla Black. Now she does a flawless Cilla Black impression mm-hmm. and it made me cackle my head off. Yeah. Cilla Black, Cilla Black is a Was. Um, recently deceased or well, <laughs> fairly recently deceased beloved TV host, um, of the kind of eighties and nineties was her real peak. She hosted Blind Date, our like most famous dating show that was on on a Saturday night. And she just had a very specific Liverpudlian accent, very specific red hair, and very specific teeth. She also, she's very much Lulu's era. Yeah. Lulu, yeah. the Beatles, and Scylla, all yeah. singers back in the 60s. But then Rue's kind of like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm surprised you're not doing Gemma Collins because I think Kitty's known for doing Gemma Collins right. outside of Drag Race. But obviously it's then point, you know, Kitty's like, well, I didn't want to do that because Cheryl Hall did it on her season and me and Cheryl are in a girl group together. So she's kind of like just really stepping on, stepping on her toes mm-hmm. and kind of Rue, Rue at this point really encourages her to do Gemma Collins. And I think it worked for her in the show, but it didn't work for me person i know you had issues with this yeah you really did well well there's, it's 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 a, a nuanced problem it's not anything big i don't think she did a bad job mm-hmm. i just i just wish she i would have preferred to watch her do silla because i thought her silla was really funny at this point rue also says that kitty was one of the shining stars of last week's disaster and kitty's like thank you yeah. <laughs> i really enjoyed that and then when she she went trotted off to get ready she said i'm gonna go get my Gemma cozy on She's the most, she's the most natural person when she's talking to Rue as well. Yeah. The others get really flustered. Cozy. Cozy. Translation, swimming costume, translation, bathing suit. Or just costume. You could, your cozy could just be your costume. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> your Halloween cozy. Although she does put on a cozy. Yeah. She does put on a swimsuit. Oh my God. Yeah. So next up is River. She, people know who Gemma Collins is in the US. They do, don't they? I think, I think, yeah. I, I she's think she's a very famous reality star. Yeah. The DC. Um, River. River, river, river. So she decides to go as Amy Childs. Amy Childs is from The Only Way is Essex, the same place that Gemma Collins is from. But Amy Childs, she peaked maybe like 10 years ago and then kind of way. And isn't, it's not a classic reference point and it's not a contemporary reference point. It's just a shit reference point. It's terrible. And it's, it's to do it in the same one where someone's doing the the most famous character from that TV show and a flawless impression. It's like, it's wild. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it'd be like if you and me did snatch game and decided to do i don't know let's pluck a tv show out of the air let's say we did both did sex in the city it would be like you doing samantha and me choosing to do like stanford <laughs> uh no it would be like me choosing to do <sighs> samantha's like lesbian lover from that one episode oh that the brazilian lady yes <laughs> Although actually, now I'm thinking about it, that would be. I, I actually think I could really pull that off. Which is smashing those plates. Remind, remind, <laughs> remind me, who are your snatch game choices again? I know we talk about it every season. Uh, mostly, it's just going to be Alexandra Burke. Oh, excellent! A Burke, she's um, going to be my one. X Factor winner from yeah. many years, not many years ago, but the 2010s. Um, well, my, my she thanks Beyonce. You made my dreams come true. <laughs> You'd be a very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mine is Lorraine Kelly, but then in reserves, I've got Lulu and Nicola Sturgeon. So I want to see Nicola Sturgeon the most, but mm-hmm. I, she's, she's the hardest one for me to do, yeah. but I, it's got to be Lorraine Kelly. Anyway, we oh, then, 
Well, she says her backup person is Colleen Ballinger, which I is, don't know who that is. Oh my god, she's a YouTube a YouTube star. Her character is called Miranda Sings. You'll you will have heard oh, of yeah. her. She's that one that has the red lipstick and is uh, chronically unfunny. The problem is, I just don't trust River with anything. No, not not at all. She 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 needed to pick something that was super close to her personality that she could then amp up. What would that be? I have no idea. Yeah. She would have had to pick someone really obscure where she could have just completely gone for it. But oh, oh, Amy Charles, oh, we'll get into that. Yikes, yikes, So we yikes. then find out who the Snatch Game guests are going to be. Judy Love. She is a comedian and most famously these days is a panelist on Loose Women. So she's the equivalent of someone coming on from the talk, from the talk or from, uh, the view, the view. Yeah. I don't really know her. I have to say, I recognize her. Don't yeah. really know her. She's, she's great. She's, she's fun. Someone I do know, however. I just love the glamour being girls allowed. The hair, the makeup, the glamour. Yeah. Fucking hell. It's Nadine Coyle. Oh my God. She's a member of Girls Allowed. Nadine is so important to uh, Fraser and I. In fact, shout out to our spin-off series where we follow a whole Girls Aloud season where Nadine is such a star. Our favorite moment of that season is where um, Nadine uh, hasn't turned up to rehearsals because she's missed a flight from New York because she's on a shopping trip in New and York. And that line that you just did where she sees some one of the bandmates holding a koala in <laughs> Australia, she just goes, fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> so Nadine... She's just an oh icon. She's she, iconic. She is, she, Nadine is incredibly talented. She's got a massive voice, but she's also wonderfully deluded. Yeah. And she is Irish, but lived in the States for a long time. So her accent is bananas. And she first came to fame. So she was in the girl group, Girls Aloud, which she, that was formed on the TV show Pop Stars, The Rivals. But prior to that, she was on the Irish Pop Stars TV show but she was famously too young to be on the show and she <laughs> lied about her age. And there's a phenomenal YouTube clip of her, of when they confront her, Nadine is confronted about her age and she gives the wrong date of birth to the crew. And she's like, the 15th of October, 1983. Wait, what year did I say? What year did I uh, forgot. Na- Mommy, mommy, I told them the wrong year. Can you believe it? And then it's like, Nad- uh, Nadine is requested to show her passport. And then she fakes not being able to find her passport. <laughs> it's the whole thing. So, I mean, it's got to the stage now where people for Halloween dress up as Nadine's lost passport. <laughs> and then finally, when the cameras are off, she reveals that she's lying about her age. She's too young. And then she's just carried off in a people carrier <laughs> away from a people carrier translation SUV. And she's taken off the show. <laughs> She's she's iconic from start to finish. Oh, Nadine. We love her so. Oh, and then famously in our lives, I once drove Nadine in a car and stalled the car. <laughs> anyway. Oh, should we get into, let's get into the Snatch game. Okay. 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 Oh, oh my okay. God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just want to say the intro to Nadine it was so wild. <laughs> so Rue says, <laughs> she once said a cow's anus, it's Nadine Coyle. <laughs> Okay, we're going to have a lot to talk about in the Snatch Game. Before we do it, let's do a quick break. Okay, we are back. Dun, 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 dun. It's time for Snatch Game. Uh-oh, I'm nervous. My stomach is watery. I'm uncomfortable already. So our beloved That's... Nadine is introduced with this line. She once said, a cow's anus, it's Nadine Coyle. <laughs> Pretty great. But then I was like, oh, Nadine doesn't know what she's in for. But then she does a joke where she says, we asked, are you still making music? And she said, yeah, I'm selling music out the boot of my boyfriend's car. At the beat of my boyfriend's car? I mean, pretty good. The so boot good. is the trunk. Yeah, so, so good. Imagine Nadine's boyfriend parked out back outside the studio just selling CD singles. <laughs> and I like that she's got a good enough sense of humor that she allowed them to introduce her as eating a cow's anus. Oh, well, no, she didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> she, her, she actually went, oh, <laughs> oh, no, Ray. I don't want people to remember me from eating the cow's anus. Sometimes I'm a celebrity got me out of her. I know. I don't know my own birthday. I just say the anus. I just want to say, everyone who doesn't know who Nadine is, it might sound like Ben and I are doing a bad Irish accent. We are literally doing a perfect rendition of Nadine. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she is herself doing a bad Irish accent. Uh, <laughs> other guests, Judy Love, loose woman, fine, great, whatever. Yeah, she's good. She's solid. So. Okay. I no, okay. I've just made general notes, person by person. Absolutely. Let's just go. Let's go through individuals and talk about how we feel about their whole performance. Okay. 
Gemma Collins. Okay, Kitty is Gemma. Kitty is Gemma. I've written pretty great. Yes. I I liked that she tapped into her meanness because yes. Gemma is actually yeah. quite mean at times. Yeah. She's so a tough she, customer. She can a tough customer. She has a kind of a bit of a a mini fight with uh, Amy Childs, AK River, which is that well, I've got a million followers. Yeah. I've got a million followers. Like you can look at it. I've got a million followers. How many have you got? And it's quite mean, but in a good way. My, so my, what I was alluding to earlier is my one and only issue with this Gemma Collins snatch game that she does is that I don't feel she was interacting with Rue. It seemed like she was, but it, I think she just, all she did was do Gemma Collins catchphrases okay. and they were funny, which is why it worked. And she did them really well, but I'm, just a little part of me thinks that she was la- funny and loud and it kind of got her away with not actually interacting with Rue. I, I'm just, I think there's a, it's a thin line between jamming in what you wanted to say the whole time anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think other people on Snatch Game did that in a way more, like improvised much better. I don't think she improvised. I think she just shouted Gemma Collins' catchphrases really successfully. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I still want her to win. I still I mean, love her. You've really researched your thesis in this one. Ah. Next up was Chrissy V as Charity Shop Sue. I've just written, not bad. Yeah, she just was doing an impression of an impression. So there's not much to, to hang on. But I will say, uh, this is a deep cut reference. For any British listeners, there was a children's TV show in the kind of 90s where it was these puppets and they were called the Riddlers. Mm. And she, Chrissy V looked just like the red-haired Riddler from the Riddlers. I, yeah. I implore everyone to Google Riddler children's TV show and you'll see... Puppet. Puppet. I think it was called Moffat. Moffat the Muppet. And she looks just like it. There you go. <laughs> so that, if only so she'd done that. She only she'd done the Riddlers. I don't think Chrissy V was even born back then. She was doing a lot of like mouth, she was doing a lot of like, like kind of gurning. Yeah, very mouthy. <laughs> very gurney, but completely, I'd give her a solid like C minus. I'm going to give her a C plus. C plus. Okay. <laughs> Next up was, uh, Shadiza as Margarita yes. Prakatan. Now, I mean, she was good. I don't know the reference and she didn't necessarily let us into the reference. Yeah. And I think that it almost seemed like when she first started, she was just screaming at the top of her lungs in a, in her Spanish accent and she looked funny in general. So I just thought, Oh, here we go. Like all she's going to do is just scream. Here we go. I thought she's just going to scream at Rue and be like a lunatic. And even though we don't know who the character is, I just assumed she was going to be as funny as Teresa, but just dressed as whoever that person was. And I was completely ready to enjoy every second of it. She could have just been herself completely. Yeah. And just said that was the character. Uh, so I'm a little disappointed because I felt like she she started off strong and she made me laugh and then she just was it was fine. C minus. Okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, next up we had Macaulay Culkin. Oh my God. <laughs> this okay. I Scarlet looks. I mean, it was phenomenal how much he looked like Macaulay Culkin, yeah. and I was worried, as I said earlier, the screen was going to get bored. I love the fact that it got to that stage where you knew the scream was always going to happen. Yeah. You just didn't know when it was going to happen. So it kind of became this like, oh, when's it going to happen? Yeah. So he would say all these different things and then the scream would appear. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. But I do think uh, that he also, I, I think he did a really good American accent for one thing. Um, and he actually, I think he actually sounded like he was tra- doing a Macaulay Culkin impression, which I wasn't expecting. Right. And I think that his actual answers and his interactions with Rue before he did the scream were really funny and were home alone related and i don't know i felt like considering he did it on the fly considering she did it on the fly i felt like it was pretty like solidly researched you know like yeah. it felt like it wasn't just i'm gonna say stuff and do the scream i also think the show helped out by doing uh, a camera zoom in oh, like, yeah, like a a zoom a, in mm-hmm. every single time that, that she did it but yeah it, it it could have had the potential to just be not be funny the first time and then keep getting less funny but instead it was the opposite it kind of was compound interest it just kept getting funnier and funnier compound interest i literally don't know where that phrase just came from can you see in my eyes i almost went blank as i said it i don't know where in my brain that came from tell us tell us more about compound investment okay so so the housing crisis this is what happened uh, people were investing too much in property credit crunch so the credit crunch happened and then the houses price fell Mm. and actually you go into escrow and then uh, when you're in escrow interest rates are going to go up next year apparently and yeah the fed yeah and you have to just do the fico insurance got um, it God. 61k but no. you have to lock your credit scores because otherwise yeah. people can't get in there yeah so credit then, karma yeah so moving on <laughs> we have vanity milan 
Uh, she was Jocelyn G. Ezian. I fear I may have said that wrong. Here's the thing. I don't know who she was. So, yeah, Jocelyn, Jocelyn Ezian is the, the actress, actress and then Miss Kingston's the character. She's, she's a, like a Caribbean, a Caribbean grandma, which is a, te- which is actually a great character to do. And, and that's funny. I guess because she's a sketch character, it's kind of like, it would be funny if she was just doing a Caribbean grandma who exists in the world. Mm. I think it would have been a different thing. And I felt bad for vanity because I don't, you know, this is not going to be her wheelhouse at all. Like this is not her thing, like kind of improv and like being silly is definitely just not her thing. So Mm -hmm. I, I think she did a pretty, a pretty decent job of just like staying afloat. Don't you think? I don't know if I'm I'm being generous. I agree. Um, she, she had like a few stock phrases and actually ended up the thing that saved her more than anything was that she kept playing to, to Judy and who was like translating the kind of the Caribbean references mm-hmm. to, to Rue. And like, it's, it wasn't funny, but at least it felt like something, it wasn't flatlining because she was interacting. I'm also giving it a C minus. I'm going to give her a D plus. Oh, wow. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then we had River as Amy Childs. My main note was her hair is the wrong color. <laughs> it was pink. It should have been more of a reddy pink. Yeah, she was always, pink. she was red, the, like fire engine red, the color red, wasn't she? No, no, no. It, oh, what, Amy, Amy, Amy was. Charles, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. She had fire engine red hair. She also, yeah, I mean, we kind of t- touched on it when we talked about her choosing this character, but Amy Charles had like a couple of very mid-range catchphrases in like 2008. All right, that, honey. Yeah, that like aren't funny and were only mildly funny a really long time ago. So, and she she committed the ultimate snatch game sin, which is where someone's just having a conversation with Rue. <laughs> Rue's asking a question. She's just answering them. You know, like, oh, Amy, you know, how long did it take you to get here? Oh, you know, it didn't take that long. <laughs> it's like, ooh. Rue was, was tossing up so many balls and she was just standing there and they were just flying past her. <laughs> Next up, and finally, we had Elevators and Jella Lawson. Oh. Now, I wasn't super into this initially, but she did what I think is the key snatch game thing is you create one recurring thing or joke, much like Macaulay Culkin's scream. And hers was mispronouncing things in a posh way. Yeah. So like instead of a saucepan, like a a saucepan or a microwave, uh, Nadine Coyal. Well, because she took it from the microwave thing. That's a real thing. Oh, did she? I didn't know that. that? Yeah. So Nigella, Nigella blew up on social media. I'm 37. And, um, (laughs) because in an episode of Nigella's cooking show, she didn't think that it was pronounced microwave. I think she just did it as one of those. That's the kind of thing she, it's for fun. Yeah. She's just, yeah, she's having fun. And then, then people, some people realized she was trying to be funny. Some people thought that that's genuinely, she's so posh. That's how she says microwave. Mm -hmm. So I think she took that, but like made it a whole thing, which is so smart. Got it. And she also, from like an improv, perspective because again i'm a famous improv actor you are um and i thought yes and and i love it but i thought she was good because she kept taking different things that vanity was saying and going that's going to be in my cookbook she she kept saying oh that's in my next cookbook she was building and uh, yeah i I, i'm really impressed with ella i thought because i know she's kind of actressy stagey and all this kind of stuff but it doesn't mean she can do improv so i kind of thought she was not going to be i thought she'd be too rigid and i i underestimated her she definitely took what vanity was doing and plussed it yes completely and it kind of weirdly elevated vanity's role in it and everything it's kind of a generous move as well i thought but she she's good and she looked she really looks like do people in america know who nigella is i think she did so she had a show over here a failed show maybe (laughs) in 24 14 called the taste right that was here oh yes i remember that was here but i don't fully know she's just a she's a very sexy uh tv chef yeah and there's a lot of other things about her life that are insanely wild but i'll let you look them up in your own time give it a google that was the game to snatch that was it. <laughs> so let's do a little bit of uh, elimination, elimination de jour um, before we get to the main stage. Oh yeah, there's not too much about this because there's kind of, uh, well, I mean, there's usual usual mirror chats and emotions. But I do like the just that little moment at the beginning with Kitty in the wig. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, do you guys ever just put on a wig and think, oh, I look like Jesus? <laughs> She really did. She really did. She really did. <laughs> so the main crux of this was all about coming out stories. Mm. I have to say, the producers really fed Vanity some lines. Oh no! Like, <laughs> Go, give me, give me that clunker. Vanity, um, Vanity sort of like leaned over her chair and cleared her throat and went. <clears throat> uh, so uh, you know, how we just played snatch game and we were 
playing characters or roles. Don't you think it's like when we were in school and we had to play the role of a straight person? (laughs) Don't you think? Thoughts? Answers? Yeah, she was, she was on a segue doing the segue. The segue crashed. It wasn't good. Yeah. (laughs) Clunky lug. So they all uh, mentioned their coming out stories, which were very varied from Kitty had a very lovely and supportive upbringing. Teresa came out age 11. I know that's wild. Whoa. And you know, it was only, only really when she was eight, her parents kind of accepted, but ignored it. And then when she was 18, her dad struggled with it. I thought it was nice that at this point, Scarlett instantly went over to comfort her. I thought it was really lovely. In her, um, in her uh, headscarf that she wears mm-hmm. when she does makeup. I love that headscarf so much. God, she better clean that headscarf. Dot cotton. Uh, Chrissy V said that her dad struggled more with the makeup rather than her being gay. Right. But watching most recent ep- uh, seasons of Drag Race has really helped her dad understand what's going on. I can really picture, especially in the UK, doesn't that feel like the next frontier? Like, don't, don't you picture like dads now being like completely like someone being gay they're like whatever it's now that kind of i guess it's what's kind of happening in the media anyway to do with like trans rights and all that kind of stuff but i do feel like for like a now like a young gay kid who's like oh i just want to experiment with makeup and being gender not being so like binary or whatever that's the real like new dad kind of sticking point do you know what i mean mm-hmm. they're like i don't care if my son's having sex with men i'm very confused by his uh you know gender fluidity it's totally kind of like such the new thing i felt really i felt quite attuned with uh with kitty's story mine was essentially the same as hers i really like truly never came out and also have been so lucky because my parents were my dad and my mom my dad just didn't give a fuck and my brother didn't give a fuck and it was never an issue so i always whenever i hear people's coming out stories like I feel very grateful, but I'm also kind of like, whew, I'm like, wow, I really, really <laughs> skated by on that one, you know? Yeah. And then we also had Scarlett saying that she, the reason she talks so loudly is because she promised that when she was that shy kid hiding who she was, she was never going to be that anymore. So she yeah. wants to just really make herself seen. And then Ella talked about her coming out and she was saying how, you know, she won't have a wife or kids or grandkids. Now at this point, we actually went to a screening of this the other night and our friend that we were with, when uh, Ella was saying, you know, I'm not going to have a wife or kids or grandkids. Our friend was like, thank God. Imagine having those. That's just some live feedback that's going on in the room. So shall we get to... You know you make me want to shout Hear my hand Should I just do the whole song? Like four minutes later I'm still doing it I'm really excited to do my Lulu impression dancing Anyway, I'll get to that So we're on the main stage Now Rue is in a curious asymmetric yellow and pink number My eyes didn't know where to look My eyes were journey Journey for your visuals, wasn't it? Yeah, my eyes were darting all over the place on the panel this week, we have Michelle, we have Graham, and then we've got Lulu. Ben, take it away. Who's Lulu? <laughs> Lulu became famous in the 60s as a singer. She, like, hung out with the Beatles. She's also from... Oh, no, she's not from Liverpool. She's from Scotland, famously. Now, if I told you, if I just revealed to you one day that Lulu was, like, my godmother... Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. She's, like, your 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 dad's second cousin's wife. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, she isn't, but... yeah. She might as well be. She may as well be. Um, she is now just a very kind of glamorous Scottish older fun lady. And she's famously was Adina's only client uh, on Absolutely Fabulous. So yeah. in every single season of Absolutely Fabulous, Eddie was always in danger of losing her business, because she, but she still always had Lulu. <laughs> and she appeared in many episodes in some fabulous cam- cameos. <laughs> little Lou, little Lou. I was really impressed with Lulu here because instantly, right at the top, she made a blowjob joke. Yeah. She was having the time of her life. She's the real definition of an old broad, isn't she? Oh. You know, like, if you imagine, like, a bunch of old broads you could get together with and have, like, a martini and have a cackle. Yeah. Lulu is, like, top of that list. God, imagine if she was your mother as well. Like, she'd be so fun. Yeah. Anytime you saw her, she would be, like, she'd be dressed to the nines, head, head to toe designer, and yeah. she'd be, like, ordering champagne for you. I do like the idea that she like enters every house doing the beginning of shout. So you're just like in your bedroom, you just hear like muffles from downstairs. Well, Lulu's here. (laughs) How great would, if if that was her ringtone or anytime she got a text. (laughs) 
So, okay. So the category is like, I feel like I missed the, the category a hundred times. I did not hear it until the moment it just started. Category is feeling fruity. Yeah. So, okay. I don't think it was mentioned earlier. So I think you're fine. Yeah. Do you want to run through? Yes. These let's looks, do a please. real quick. Yeah. Let's do kind of a quick one of this. So, uh, Teresa comes out and she does just a kind of a, a fun take on Carmen Miranda, which is all peaches. Yeah. Which I think was a smart idea. Peaches, you know, it means ass. Yeah. I thought it was a fun idea. Works for her, Carmen Miranda, Spanish heritage. Thank you. Next up was Chrissy V. She was dressed as a dragon fruit. Now, uh, their main thing was like, they've kind of seen this shape before. Mm. My, ins- my issue was I actually didn't really know what a dragon fruit looked like. Yeah. Cause actually when you, when you look it up, the, the, the black and white spotted part is very smart. Like, yeah. That's the inside of a dragon fruit, but. How does Chrissy, I just kind of, what is Chrissy V's life? She's so young and she, she doesn't know a lot. And a dragon has, fruit. Like, surgery and where did she get the money for that from? Where is she buying the dragon fruits? Those are expensive like waitros. I'm going to throw out just a little theory for any listeners. I think Chrissy V might be like 45. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Lulu, <laughs> Lulu's feedback here. She just, when she was just looking at her, she went prickly, prickly, pointy, pointy. <laughs> what? Yeah, she thought she was a prickly pear for sure. Did she? Love that. <laughs> Who do we have next? So next up is a wet lettuce, oh, a Scarlet. lime. Scarlet in her, her wet lettuce outfit. Yeah, she's meant to be a lime and she really is just, as they said, a wet lettuce. Yeah. Still liked it though. I could have done with different hair. It was bit- I don't know why her hair wasn't in the shape of a lime wedge. Oh, beautiful. But yeah, it just was like a latex ruffled dress that did look like lettuce. Yeah. Butter lettuce, as they call it here. Next up, we had River Medway. <laughs> she was a very crafty look. She had fruits kind of stuck to her and then she kind of had a shit brown bowl under her. Yeah. It reminded me at Christmas, my um, evil grandmother, Egyptian grandmother, she would always get us marzipan fruits. <laughs> Do you know what those are? Yeah. Like she would always order them. Like We'd torture. always get those. I'd love those. But I, yeah, I do feel like it didn't, it did not read as a fruit bowl at no. all. And also like the fruits weren't coming. If she, if, even if that had been that structure, but with like prop giant oversized fruit coming out of it, it would have looked like a fruit bowl, but mm-hmm. it was, there was nothing. It just looked like this floating brown, like it cup. looked like, it looked like a Reese's Pieces cup. Yeah. Or I like she a, was doing like a chocolate fountain, like yeah. a dipping in chocolate thing. And it was, Oh, yeah. that'd be fun. Yeah. Li- oh my God. A live chocolate fountain <laughs> that you're dipping in. That would be fun if it worked. And it'd be even more fun if it didn't work. You know, it, you know, for a fact that thing would stop working as soon as you stepped out of the main stage. Or, or it would tilt and it would go everywhere. <laughs> That's really fun. No liquids on that main stage. Okay. Who's next? <laughs> next up is of a day she's in a watermelon dress i thought this was a, a nice a nice look it looked like a watermelon she looked glamorous i like the blonde hair mm-hmm. i like her makeup a pretty good reference to the harry styles song watermelon sugar high she went watermelon sugar hi <laughs> which i liked great week for ella great week for ella great week for ella next up we had vanity she said <laughs> she was dressed as an african mama who's gone straight to tooting do you want to just, do you want to just? <laughs> oh, why, why do you want me to take it? Oh, I get it. <laughs> because, well, also because you were the queen of South London well, and you do, I do know I did not set foot over that. And over listen, that I am, river. I essentially am a Caribbean grandma and yeah, I do know about Tooting. So Tooting is just a, a part of South London and um, which has a primarily, uh, kind of actually primarily like South Asian. Oh, is uh, it? Yeah, mostly, but it's also, yeah, got quite a Car- big Caribbean contingent as well. So it's a great reference to be a Caribbean, an African mama going to tooting. She said she's it. ready to feed the children. <laughs> I li- I quite liked her look, actually. I thought it was fine. I thought it was really clean. Mm. Very cl- a clean presentation. That's what I would say. Finally, who do we have? We have Kitty Scott Claus in an incredibly confusing cherry based outfit where she was Little Red Riding Hood meets Poison Ivy with cherries. Very odd, this outfit. Veins and... There was yeah. veins that she... And then she said there was vines like like Poison Ivy, but I didn't get what the veins were related to. No clue. But with a Red Riding Hood, I, I mean, as they said, we like it. <laughs> this doesn't really have anything to do with anything. <laughs> kind of odd. So, I've made a few quick notes and judges' critiques. Yeah. We'll do some quick ones. Yeah, let's kind of... let's fly through them. okay let's do them let's do you know what let's take it in turn Teresa. they said that she fulfills the brief for feeling fruity but they were really expecting like a slam dunk from yeah. her in terms of snatch game fair me too yeah and then yeah chrissy v they just kind of say what we already mentioned which is it's hard to do someone else's joke and that's what you did and essentially they kind of say you've done this silhouette before and we're and i think quite rightly they say you've just come in with a high standard and you need to top it so they're not being 
I, I felt like it was actually very like measured and fair critique. Yeah. They weren't just saying she looked bad. But there was also that lovely moment where Rue was saying that she's pleased at the age of 19, yeah. Chrissy V has discovered what she's, what is God has chosen well, for her. I mean, or is, is she discovered it at 45? Wow. Starting a theory, people. I think she's 45. Next up, we had Scarlet, and they were essentially... Lulu was really running with wet lettuce. <laughs> and essentially, they were saying uh, more could have said that she was a lime. Like your like your pitch for that lime wedge hair yeah. thing. Love that. Needed to be more limey. More limey. Who's next? River. Oof. They, yeah, River's not great. They're just, you know, her snatch game was bad. <laughs> and yeah, they just kind of said that this, the crafty look just needed way more and quite rightly it looks like a upside down umbrella that's what lulu said really did next up was ella everyone's pretty much happy yeah and she did actually look like nigella yeah i didn't realize that i was like oh wait a minute you really do now i really want to highlight lulu's comment here (laughs) lulu's comment to ella where she went superb and of course i love watermelon (laughs) i was like what yeah any american listeners please know that lulu has got no connection to watermelon (laughs) and then she turned into yoda and she went the game is high with you this week. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Lulu, I love what you're doing, but what is going on, Lulu? God, I would watch something, something involving Lulu dressed as Yoda, do it speaking like Yoda, but in her voice. I would watch it. I don't know what it is. Oh my God. That's a really good French and Saunders parody Completely. of Star Wars where Lulu plays Yoda. <laughs> oh my God. Get on the horn with, with Jennifer. Oh my God. <laughs> right. Who's next? Uh, vanity. You know, they said, same same critiques as they gave Crystal in terms of you're doing someone else's character. Uh, but Lulu was really into Vanity. She loved it and she really loved her look. She said, um, she, you know, she's she she was the, her main kind of backer on this. Mm-hmm. They they kind of said that they didn't like her neck piece. That oh, gold yeah. neck piece. I liked that gold neck piece. I thought it was actually made it. I think without it, they would have said this is too plain. That's fair. I think they were just nitpicking at that point. Graham said, there's not a lot of fruit, but plenty to go around. Just referring to her headpiece. <laughs> Enjoyed that. Then finally, with Kitty, they were essentially saying she was a Gemma Collins. They referenced the Vayner outfit. Rue thought the outfit was gorgeous. Um, yeah, Rue said, this outfit is so gorgeous. And Kitty instantly said, just not on me. <laughs> Crystal, put this on. <laughs> Great. So, I mean, she's just a fucking natural. Yes, and. Yeah, yes, and. Just... Plus, plus. Uh, now a quick untuck big discovery <laughs> the glasses they're drinking out of are plastic <laughs> because one of them spilt a drink and it did not smash <laughs> plastic a plastic glass illusion though isn't it it's mm. a real like look at this high end oh this is a picnic one <laughs> picnic or like a or like a word word. a beach or not a beach a pool a pool glass a pool glass yeah oh, i love a fake but that's why glass. you have to call it a picnic glass in the uk because you're not calling it a pool glass not a pool <laughs> unless you're egyptian grandma's house well, she had her 1980s built indoor pool oh god an indoor pool is really hot really way hot, hot. And the, the chemicals the chemicals were way too really strong as well oh really strip your tongue Okay, so in this untuck, Teresa's really upset because she she really thinks she looks gorgeous, and she mm. does, but she's just really upset. Yeah, I will note here that Crystal Crystal takes criticism really well. Yeah, because for someone she, who's nineteen, forty five, she seems like a, a much more grown up person. Yeah, and she was like that last week with um with Scarlett. Like she, yeah, she you you think that she could would be the one being petulant because she's nineteen, but she's like, oh, you know, I get it. They're saying this, but. You know, there's Michelle saying that they've seen this look before, and yeah, they're actually right. Yeah, she's... prickly, prickly, <laughs> prickly, prickly, pointy, pointy, prickly, prickly, pointy, pointy. <laughs> but then at least, at least uh, Scarlett gets her like wrap up. Oh, <laughs> finally, finally, there's a resolution to this <laughs> that bloody story. Face like line. a slapped ass has finally turned around. <laughs> oh, God, so I can't. I, I, I still love Scarlett. I'm sorry. I know she's had a tough couple of weeks, but I love her. We're on a journey. Yeah. We'll see where we go next. <laughs> Back to the main stage. Safe. We have your gal, Scarlet Harlot. Yeah. We've got Kitty. And there's a little, little extra thing where Rue says, nice job this week, Kitty's God Claws. Yeah. She pretty much says, next week you'll get a badge, Kitty. Yeah. Don't worry. Or like, you're highly commended. Yeah. You're, you're like, you're so close to getting a badge and I think you're going to win. It's going to be fine. Like when I was told that I was actually second choice for head boy in school. It's okay. I was a house captain instead. What was my house? <sighs> I don't know. House. Uh, Slytherin house. Thank you. Whatever the evil house is. Thank you. <laughs> uh, also safe, house we have Vanity and Chrissy V. And the winner is... 
hell of a day. Fair. Yeah. She was solid. Actually, she was, she was fantastic. She's not solid. That's, that's putting her down. Yeah. She was fantastic. I'm very proud of her. (laughs) Like I know her. (laughs) So that means we're going to go to lip sync with River and Shariza. A few things to say about this. Well, first of all, what song? What what song did they pick? What song was it? It was oh, a song by Lulu. <laughs> now, which song? Wait, hang on, I'm going to do a full volume. Okay, okay. Well, you know you make me want to shout. Put your hands up and shout. Hey, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout is really in my wheelhouse because actually I can't technically sing, but as I've been told many times, I have enough volume to like shock people into thinking they're yeah. hearing something good. <laughs> I'm I'm not uh, not a talented singer, but a great performer. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> so uh, now this was interesting. Mm. Well, first of all, shout out to Lulu who is loving her song. Say shout out to Lulu. Shout out to Lulu. Shout to Lulu. Lulu was at one point. I'm going to do this move, and you tell me what it what it is. Oh my god, I can't, hard to explain. It's both eyes closed and as if you're kind of holding your two palms up to praise God and shimmying your shoulders. Yeah. She's <laughs> loving it and she was doing a real, a real older Scottish lady finger wag as well. <laughs> so I think that there's a couple of things that happened and that were at play here. Mm-hmm. First of all, River had to get out of the upside down umbrella. Mm-hmm. So that kind of set her off to a clunk-a-lunk start for sure. And then Teresa had decided to put a wig on on stage for this lip sync. Didn't she just turn her wig backwards, or was it a whole new wig? I think it was a whole new wig. Oh, you're was, right. It is a whole new yeah, wig because her whole thing was like a molded yeah. sculpted thing. So she'd bought like a little fun wig to put on, but part, it was it was as if it was part of the performance, but it wasn't. Didn't make any it sense. Didn't make any sense, and it was also completely askew. Askance. If she'd put on a Lulu wig, just like Lulu, and then really performed it to Lulu, yeah. And like kind of pointed at it being like, it's you or something like that. Then I felt like from a, again, from my no drag knowledge ass, I do feel like because she put on just plonked a wig on, maybe because it wasn't secure, she didn't really get the chance to like, like really go for it like yeah. almost she was worried that her wig was going to come it off. was weird because she wasn't very expressive which is yeah. not like her and at one point she just at the end in particular she looked really scary she looked like angelica houston the witches when she starts melting <laughs> do you remember that bit <laughs> it's true oh my god oh, I, that I know <laughs> yeah i thought river river was I think River did like a pretty decent job, actually. Like she gets going. It's just she just unfortunately had that getting out of your costume clunker, which is always a bit of a buzzkill for she a did lip a, thing. She did a cartwheel. She yeah. just a couple of tricks. Now, those sneaky producers, mm. because this ended and you you could hear Lou Rue going, <laughs> and then it cut to Rue stone faced. <laughs> yeah, completely. I was like, hang on a minute. Yeah. And on second watch, it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. No. I, I truly thought that the, the reason I was so tense when we were watching it is because I was like, oh shit, like River did better than Teresa. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, like I was going to be really sad to see, to see Teresa go and, and to lose to River. I thought was a little bit unfair. And then well, what the fuck do we get? Rue said, I need to see more of that lip sync. So I'm going to have to ask both of you to sashay away. Now, what does this mean in terms of looking at the, the numbers? I'm very right. confused about where we we're We were trying to discuss it the other night after a couple of beers when we were watching it. I mean, we, we struggled with our Excel spreadsheet yeah. because the different cells didn't didn't add oh, up. Oh, yeah, and I hadn't set the formula, so I didn't oh, know what fuck. I was doing. But yeah, so, that, so we were down a Vicky Scon, and then we got a double save, which means we were... Uh, that means we, we, were, were back, we were back at neutral, yeah. which means we, we're now down one. So we're going to have a week where it's either... Both are safe, or you were pitching Vicky Scon coming yeah, back. But it, I think it's too late in the game to bring it'd be Vicky Scon back. Very unusual to do another double save for if you've already done one. It seems kind of like a terrible idea, and it kind of means that it's almost expected. I so know. I wonder if it does. It just mean they're going to have an extra person in the final? Four people in the final. Yeah, because they do. They've done four people in the final. Oh, that's exhausting. Multiple times. So, like top four instead of top three. That's probably what they're going to do, isn't it? Mm, okay. I mean, you're right. It's too late for Vicky Scone to come back, but I don't know. I watched some video of her performing the other day and I was like, oh, I want her back. I know. Well, we have to have her next season. We better. 
Because remember, people were saying Rue did not, Rue did not have an open invitation for next season. For oh, she her. was very non-committal. She's yeah. like, I have a feeling we haven't heard the last of Vicky Scorn. Non-committal, non-committal, yeah, non-committal. I'm very nervous about that. So they both sashayed away. I just thought it's such a bummer end of an episode. Yeah. A real downer. I'm really upset about losing Teresa. Yeah. I, I had, I had her in my like locked in for the end. So I'm quite upset. When and you know she, I'm attracted to her as well, so I'm upset about that too. I know you are. When Teresa left, her exit line was, it's time to Brexit, bitches. And I will say, the audience that we were with loved that. Yeah. I felt like it was really throwing an American audience like a, a bone of yeah. something they might know, you know? Oh my God. Speaking of being attracted to Teresa, mm-hmm. someone sent me a, a, one of her Instagram pictures this morning. And for a Halloween post, she did a drag, like a female drag version of The Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> so Yes, I could see that. So we are talking... Teresa, who I'm attracted to as a man, doing a feminine version of the Muppet that I'm most attracted to. Oh. I was so happy seeing it. Bonus city. And also, you're not. I thought you, I thought you were literally thinking, which Muppet am I most attracted <laughs> to? Okay, I was like, okay. Uh, no, I was also thinking, you're not great at math, neither am I, and so no wonder you're attracted to Count because he can help you out. Oh, yeah. He could have, he could have sorted our Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> Shit. Which Muppet are you most attracted to? Stop trying to avoid the question. Is it Sam the Eagle? He's kind of sexy too. Oh, pro- yeah, I like his voice. Yeah. Yeah. It okay. is the American way. Right. Huh? <laughs> so next week we get a little preview. I'm excited about this challenge. They have to do three looks where they're racing against the clock. Yeah, this I felt like, like a little, it feels a little bit behind the scenes doesn't it? A yeah. little bit breaking the fourth wall of like seeing them getting ready for another look, which is fun. There's going to be no time to like do interviews. It'll be like, I need to get my other look. I can't talk. <laughs> yeah. There'll be no time to sit around and talk about your coming out journey that week, is yeah. there? <laughs> um, we have Alicia Dixon in the panel. Yeah. Now our friend we were with, he was like, who is she? She is gorgeous. Yeah. She is. She is gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, mm-hmm. uh, it's really gorgeous that we've uh, been able to come out of the closet. Let's talk about it. Sorry, I was just doing a Vanity Milan segue for everyone there. <laughs> when are you, speaking of gorgeous, when have you in your life felt um, least gorgeous or maybe attacked because of your um, drag or your sexuality or any of the above? <laughs> <laughs> what? Did I do it right? Did I do it? Um, Alicia Dixon, we're excited about. Americans may know her uh, from dancing in the She Likes to Move video. The NERD video. Yeah. That's not just some random dancer in there. That's a British pop star. <laughs> And then next week we have, excuse me, ladies, we've got Charity Shop Sue herself. Yeah. That'll be fun. You guys get to see her at work. Uh, any final thoughts, babes? Justice for Teresa. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Kitty. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> end it on done and done. Okay, what do you want me to end it on? No, no, I think it's funny. Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap UK. This episode was produced by Bree Weiss. If you've got something to say, get in touch. Drop us an email at dragracerecapuk at afterthought.media. Yes, and please listen to us on our podcast, You're Welcome America. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and all those good places. And follow us on our Instagram. We're at You're Welcome America, which is the letters You Are Welcome America. For bonus Drag Race UK content and more, support the show over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Drag Race Recap UK is an afterthought media podcast.